You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. What up, Bella Army? Welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. All right, you all have spoken. We have heard. We have a special baby daddy episode for you all. That is right. We have Brian and Artem on the podcast today talking babies, pregnancy, and more. Plus, Brian is talking about his wardrobe malfunction at the Elimination Chamber. Ooh, all right. Here we go. Happy Wednesday, Bella Army. I'm Bree. And I'm Nicole. And this is the Bella's Podcast. And we all know my husband is super private, so I can't believe the private part you all saw. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it either. So you know what that means. It's time for opening up. So let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone, today we are opening up with some Shirley Gingers. And you know what? I'm going to have to put this recipe up on the IG story because these are very yummy, right, Brie? So good. So good. And you know why I picked Shirley Gingers today? Why? Because this is our baby daddy's special episode. All right, you guys. So we have seen it all over Twitter. You guys want to know so badly Brian and Artem and what they think about fatherhood. Artem being a first-time dad. um, Brian being a second-time dad. So we have them on the podcast today. We're so excited. So first, we're going to interview Brian. But before we get to babies, there was a really big situation that happened last week that everyone's talking about sweet face. And I really think we need to talk about it. Oh, are you talking about how uh, I landed on my neck and everybody (gasps) thought I was really, really hurt? Brian, oh, that, that I one thought is, that was the one that you, the first thing that you texted me about. <laughs> yeah. Or that, or wait, you didn't text me about that. You texted me about this other thing. Okay. So in my defense, <laughs> so in my defense, 
I talked to you on the phone about the neck thing. And so that was very concerning. And then I went straight to Twitter just to, because I wanted to see what it looked like. Who called you immediately about it? Yes, Nicole called me immediately. That terrified me. And I can tell how you you sold it amazing, but how you, oh, how you like, I kept watching it and how you, um, well, how do I say, landed there, stayed there? It was scary. I just, it, as a wife, it's just can be very upsetting. But then my sister, so you and I get off the phone and I'm about to go to sleep. And then Nicole goes, I feel bad sending this, but you were, I told you not to say anything by the way. So that makes me upset that she said something because I said, don't say anything. I didn't say anything right away. Cause I wanted Brian to sleep okay, a little but bit. You promised me you wouldn't. You promised. Okay. Me. Can we tell the listeners what you text me? I just sent you the screenshot. She sent me a screenshot of my husband's balls oh, live okay, that, on TV. That sounds terrible. Okay, let me say it because Bree just <laughs> made that sound so weird. When I can't catch a pay-per-view, I always scroll through the hashtag because it trends on Twitter worldwide. So I was scrolling through the Elimination Chamber hashtag because I wanted to know about the women's match. And then there was this screenshot that I'm just going to read it. Oh, no, but I deleted it all, I think. Because I didn't want to have it on my phone. Heaven <laughs> forbid somebody hacks your phone and they find my balls on there. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, they go, wow, I can't believe it's DB, DB's balls. And it was two guys that you could, it's very blurry and you can't really see balls. They're doing a move outside of the ring. And I'm like, DB, who's that? I'm like, wait, Daniel Bryan? <laughs> and then I saw a few other things of people talking about Bryan's wardrobe malfunction. And I... I didn't even want to look because I got so embarrassed because I'm like, this is my brother-in-law. I can't even look at this. So I just screenshot and sent it to Brie. Like, I, by the way, then I came into your room, right? Because I didn't text anything. And I felt bad. She and felt very bad for you. I felt very bad for you, by the way. Well, so the, it's really interesting because that's the reaction that women have. And I think it's because whenever it happens to women, it gets overly sexualized, yeah, right? right? And then so it's like, ooh, I saw this or whatever like that. Yeah. So I didn't find out about it because nobody backstage, when I came to the back, actually uh, mostly people were either saying, whoa, oh, man, that was that was great, or they were concerned for my neck. Yeah. Like several people very mad at me concerned about my neck (laughs) and so uh and so um not a single person mentioned it i went to sleep last night not even knowing that it was a thing i didn't feel anything and you think because that's a sensitive area you think you'd feel a breeze or something like that you know but uh but like last night it wasn't even a thing it wasn't a thing this morning until i landed and i got two text messages from friends and all my friends know I'm the worst texter. I never get back or anything like right. that. So people very they stop sending you text messages. Right. So that meant when I got two text messages from people saying like, "Dude, I saw your balls." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> you know, like I didn't know what was going on. And uh so your first reaction is a little bit of embarrassment, but then I just thought it was funny because so for example, if if your boobs come out. Well, my dad, you remember yeah, my yeah, nipple? Yeah. And then all these guys I, I don't want to say all these guys, but traditionally men right. are like, boobs, yay. I didn't see when I looked on social media, nobody said, balls, yay. No. Right? Right. <laughs> I still get screenshots of my nipples sent to me to this day. Yeah. Yeah. It is I still un- get it. Oh, I had um, a boob out and I still get tagged on it. And it's so embarrassing. It so, was but like- I think that's the difference is because 
people sexualize it for you guys. Yeah. Whereas for me, it, it, and I wish it wasn't this way, but it's just like a ball out. Right. right. Nobody's yeah. like, like, oh, I want to see some pictures of balls. Right. Although one of the things that I might try to do is I might try to get it because nobody in my entire life have have I ever been like a <laughs> sex icon, right? <laughs> and like so like so maybe I can be the face of like balls becoming sexy. Yeah. That's <laughs> I mean, as your wife, I will say you have sexy balls. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> but you know, Brian does have a really good point because like when I still get tagged in my wardrobe malfunctions that happen, people always, not always, but majority of people will be like, oh yeah, Nikki wanting to show her boobs for everyone. Look at her. And then they'll call me an S word, a slut, a whore, all these things as if in mid move, I wanted my boob to be out. I wanted you guys to screenshot it and send it around the world. And then I just noticed, because when I came across yours, it was like, oh, no, DB's balls. I do feel like I've seen a lot of balls in WWE. I no, saw big three. shows. We saw big shows. Big was shows that backstage balls. or was that on the show? Yeah. Because he was always flopping no, he was, his balls remember, he, was, he was stepping over the ropes and they plopped out. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember but, but, that. But do, so do you know what? Like in that picture, right? You look at it and it's like, oh, okay, I guess, kind of. You know what I mean? It's not right. one. It's nothing to be embarrassed about too right. like the way that we were wrestling was like a fight and like i'm sure it happens in f with fighters and in an mma right. and all that kind of stuff although they were those kind of longer. short or longer shorts or whatever but some of them wear the the underwear style briefs uh when they fight and so i'm sure it, it happens but you don't even think about it and it's not even a thing you know no, what I mean? it's not nor should it be it's just so bizarre that for it's, for you just take this one thing that happens to both men and women it happens to a guy it's either funny or insignificant mm -hmm. and it happens to a woman and it's a completely different thing i agree i agree so, double standard that's right well let's talk about something that your balls did really good and that's <laughs> oh produce a baby well, that's just, where semen hangs out right semen hangs out in the scrotum just a, just a second <laughs> just a second my balls did good last night, too. Yeah, they so. did. <laughs> they did. But they didn't do as good as right, what's yeah, cooking yeah, in yeah, a yeah. mama's belly right. over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone is dying to hear from you and Artem. And I, I think what it is is um, our listeners just want to know, like, what are, what are your thoughts on becoming a dad to two and just the way, you know, all of a sudden it's twins being pregnant like a week and a half. And I already know it's so different for you compared to a lot of other men being married to a twin because it's like you're married to two women. But I think all our listeners are just dying to know like what you're feeling inside, your excitement and all of the good stuff. So uh, I have, uh, Bree knows, I've always wanted a second child. So I always wanted to. Um, so I was super happy. Uh, and then when Nicole got pregnant, and we found out and how close you guys were together in my mind it's weird because it registered like of course and not of course like of course roll eyes emoji mm -hmm. right it's not it's not <laughs> that it's like oh of course yeah this is just how things work with them oh yeah that's just a natural thing but I, like the idea of that to me is super cool because I think one of the things that I've really admired about your guys' family is how close you guys are to cousins because I didn't have a lot of that, right? And so like the way that you guys are with Kristen, 
where she's like a sister to you guys. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I didn't have that. I really liked my cousins, but they lived in Northern California and we were in Washington state. I would get to see them at most once every couple years. It wasn't one of those things where uh, I was really close with extended family. I think this is, and especially like with Birdie and uh, and Vivian and Birdie, just like, like I want to go see V. I want to see V. I think that's really cute and it's special. So one, I'm really excited about that, about you guys being pregnant at the same time. About being a uh, father to a second, um, obviously I'm excited. But then uh, I got a little bit stressed out just because of how busy you guys are. And so it'd be one thing if you were as busy as you are and I worked here like, and didn't travel. Or if I traveled like I did, and you worked here and didn't travel. But both of us travel and work and all that kind of stuff. So we, we've we figured it out with Birdie, but even still there's times where it's like, oh, go, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Because you have to do these things. I have to do these things. How do we make this work? But we've figured it out and got through. Well, now you add a, a second baby to the mix and that becomes a lot more difficult all of that to say uh i've come to terms with this idea that because i love when i'm at home with birdies so like one of the things that i've really um it used to be kind of hard for me at first but now it's something that i really treasure is when brie's gone and i get my birdie time with Mm. just me because she's she is such a mama's girl still so she loves her mama um so all the things that require trust she wants Brie to do, although she's getting a little bit better with that. Like she as far as like better. if Brie and I are both here. Yeah. I mean, if Brie's not here, she'll let me do it. But like uh, even like something putting her into a car seat, like she doesn't want me to do it if Brie's here. Giving her a bath. She doesn't want me to do it if Brie's here. Getting dressed. She doesn't want me to do it if Brie's here. So when Brie's gone, I get to spend this time with Birdie. And she loves it when I do it. And it's mm. fun. And it's like like we plan these little play things together and all that kind of stuff. And um, one of the hard things when I was forced to retire was that I didn't have something else. You know yeah. what I mean? Bree had, Bree had something else. But you can't just like, you know how it is. You can't just have somebody just clinging on to you. That's not healthy or anything like that. Right. But what uh, being a father, especially when Bree's gone, has done is like, I love being a dad. I love like planning little things with Bird. I love looking online when she's taking a nap and finding little cool things that we can do together or little things that we can do at home together that is like, okay, well, this is good for her brain, but this is also fun and like all that kind of stuff. You're so and good so, about that. And so like- He really is. And so finding little, so she likes to swing and she'll swing forever. And I don't know how it started where she wants to go high like a butterfly on her swing, right? because oh, we had all the butterflies. I know, we had all the and butterflies. And she would go high and they would be high up there. So she just thought she was oh, going was, high like a butterfly. Yeah, and so like, uh, and so- I started this thing with her high like a butterfly right away, which means I can push her high. Like the first push is super high. That's why right? she'll say that, Nicole, right away. Yeah. So her oh, first push that's is really what it high. Means. Yeah. She said that to me when I was pushing her. I didn't understand what yeah. that meant. Well, and because it's, you have to have, I formulated a technique to get her to go super high right away. <laughs> and I said, so, so yeah. And then, um, and then now, you know, like teaching her little things. So I'm trying to teach her. Right now, um, breath work a little bit, but that's hard. With a, a, a he makes kid. her do breath work on the swing before they go high like a butterfly. 
but that so, is but it's so, but it, but like, but she doesn't. So when she said it's when Bree when Bree says when Bree says he makes her, well, she en- you know, she enjoys she it. enjoys it. So yeah. so and sometimes it's like a fun activity. Sometimes she'll say to me, she'll say, "Breathe in, mm-hmm. breathe out, <sighs> one." And then we go high like a butterfly right away, you know, like all that. So coming up with these fun things. And it's interesting because I've always used what intelligence I have to put it towards wrestling. But now that's changing. And so when I'm thinking about stuff and I, I use my creativity, I'm using it to think about fun things to do with Bird. Well, and like you taught her her planets. Yeah. I was so impressed. By she, when I flew in town, she couldn't wait to tell me about the planets. Yeah. I mean, she and knows more. The I Milky like, Way. I was like, <laughs> Nicole's like, oh. I got that wrong on Bella Brains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like, she, wow, she and I, you know, I don't know if she understands it, but she can say it now that the earth circles the sun. Mm-hmm. What actually makes a year? It's a full revolution of the earth going all the way around the sun once. And she's, starting to understand that and not only does she understand it she enjoys understanding it she enjoys because i find all these things interesting so for me to teach them to her she's finding them interesting and we're having fun with that so all of that to say it's a little stressful because um of the date that you're due and all that kind of stuff but the wwe has been great they're going to give me six weeks paternity leave which so few places in the united states do that right so i'll get to be home that first six weeks but then after that it's not long until my contract is up we've been talking about like what we do from there but to me in my mind it's almost like i think i'm just done being a full-time wrestler you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm I'm re- you like You found your new passion. Yeah, and that's the thing is that I love I love being a dad. I will always love wrestling, right? I will always love wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I always want to do wrestling. But when I say always do wrestling, that means like maybe once a month or once every couple months. I know, and I told Brian, I'm like whatever you want to do because it is kind of crazy when you think about having two kids. There's a lot of stresses with that. It changes the game and Brian and I have it down perfect with having a nanny that travels with me. And we just, with Birdie, it's easy right now. And throwing a second kid in the mix, we're both like, okay, we're going to have to adjust our careers and we really need to think about it. Yeah, and I think, you know, last week, Vanessa Lachey gave you some great advice. If you guys missed it, she was on the podcast because her and Nick are very busy in their career. But I have to say, as a career woman, and we've seen it in the past, if you've watched Total Divas and Total Bellas, I crave, and I, I too think I found that in Artem, to have someone who wants to be a father like that. Because it's very difficult... I my mind works where I I love business I love a career and I really want to be a mom, but I know I can't have someone be on that same level as me as far as being driven business wise because then what does our kid get out of that? And so Bree, I mean you're really lucky that you have right. Brian like that, and I think it's so amazing when your passions do change and like you know being with Bree and Birdie the past few days. Um, she asked about you so much. Oh yeah, I mean kept wanting to know where you were at. You guys do amazing job parenting. And I was telling Artem, we were talking about godparents. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I know they never really pick, um, like, spouses. Usually Mm -hmm. they They do, like, like, uh, brothers and sisters. And I want Brie and Brian as our baby's godparents because of how you guys raised Birdie and the morals and the attention. And Artem agreed. He said the same. Oh, that's really nice. We'll take take your baby. Yeah. We never want that day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, thank you so I much. I loved this. I did too. And you guys, this season of Total Bellas, which we go on air April 9th, I think it's really fun to see Brian and our journey on like how, you know, we thought 
birdie was it. And so kind of to see just our journey and kind of the ups and downs, not only with our marriage, but also having a second child, but to kind of see the end game be our pregnancy. I'm just really excited for you guys to just go on that with Brian and I. It's really special. And I know you and Artem had a different journey and the fact that it both ended in pregnancies is just so beautiful. I agree. And very relatable. So many people in this world, that's, you know, what they go through. We all are in some type of relationship. Um, a lot of us have kids and we all get there in different ways. And it's not always what we were raised to believe that you find someone, you get married, it's roses and perfect. You have your baby and it's all that Mr. And Mrs. Jones. So... It's, I agree. It's amazing. It's a very relatable season. I think it's relatable for husbands too, and especially yeah. when they see uh, how Bree changes her mind uh, every ninety <laughs> seconds um, <And laughs> about about things as substantial. Yeah. As let's have <laughs> as let's have a baby. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Brian, we just watched you and Artem's. Um, when you guys filmed together, yeah, we just watched season finale last night, and. I get why they want more of you guys. You guys um, are good together. You guys are good. And to hear your guys' conversations. But I go, someone should have been recording Bree and I's faces watching you guys. Because Arden would say this stuff about me. And I go, oh my gosh, he thinks that? <laughs> or, I can't believe he said yeah. that. And, and then was, you said something like, and I was like, wait, what? And but I'm it like, was just really <laughs> cool to hear the man's perspective of just being around men, not being around women. Right. Just two guys talking about life. It was, it was really good. Yeah. And then after that, what we did is we took a bunch of ball picks. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We, Artem's going to be like, I'm the sexy we're, ball yeah. guy. <laughs> we're going to do a balls calendar, <laughs> Artem and I, to, yeah. pro- to promote oh Tobellas. We need that. Yes. <laughs> we need all the promotion we could get, yeah. honestly. Well, thank you so much, Sweet Face, for coming on. Yes. And, thank you. And talking about what happened to you last week, but also, you know, just kind of giving people insight on how you feel about fatherhood and how you're looking forward to our little cute second baby coming. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. All right, everyone. Well, I'll be right back with Artem, but first, a quick break. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. 
Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm-hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. So many of us love coffee. Mm -hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. 
Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla? I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. All right, everyone, so we are back for... Part two of our baby daddy special. Now, I have been seeing all of your tweets and your IG comments, and I know everyone is like, what are Artem's thoughts about me getting pregnant, us having a baby? Because I'll admit, no one's heard from Artem anywhere, and so I am finally bringing Artem on so he can answer all of your questions and we could just know exactly what he's thinking. So what up, baby daddy? Cool. Sounds great. Ask away. I said, "What up, baby daddy? You never acknowledge me." This <laughs> you guys are that is so our not true. engagement has already turned into like a fifteen-year marriage. I mean, we just woke up together, so we did. <laughs> so I, think I begged think for you know like ten kisses this morning. That is not. I even true. made him coffee, and I was like, "You have to give me kisses before I give it to you." Yes, I had a beg. That is so not true. Mm-hmm. That is lies. Well, Artem, talk to us. What do you want to know? How, you're going to be a dad. I wish you guys could see a smile right now. You're going to be a dad. How yes. does that feel? First time. Scary. For both of us. Well, it feels scary. It feels very scary because obviously I've never was a dad before. Mm-hmm. And I have great parents who raised me, I think, really well. And... There's just really high expectations, you know, there's, there's, yeah. the bar is very high and I do not want to fail. Right. But, but I'm I've... excited. I mean, I'm obviously I'm excited. Obviously, I don't feel as much as you feel because it doesn't grow inside me. So I don't have that 
24-7 feeling of like, oh, something is inside me. So yeah, it's a little bit maybe different than you are, but yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for that baby to come out and, you know, hold it. And I'm still going to fight you whose side of the bed the baby's going to sleep well, on. Well, we know the baby's going to sleep oh, on my well, side. You know, I well, mean, the fact we'll that you talk. even want to debate we'll this is crazy. He, We were at a dinner last night. <laughs> we'll figure um, it out. My Birdie Bee business partner and friend... He and his girlfriend cooked us an amazing dinner because right now we are not going out to restaurants or anything. Everything's home-cooked meals. And um, Artem, like, out of nowhere in front of everyone, what was brought up about the baby in the beginning, you know how the baby sleeps next to you in a bed in a little crib. And obviously it always sleeps next to the mom. And Artem out of nowhere was like, I know it'll sleep on my side. And I'm like, oh, I we were literally say, about to debate in front of everyone. Sleep on my side, oh, no, I you said, told me that I was going to have to move. We will alter one time okay. you sleep there, well, one time I there. sleep Can there. Can we make you know? this cute and fun and not go into straight into a debate? I think it's very cute that I so want to sleep like... next to my, my baby. I don't think it's negative at all. Okay. Well, until your titties grow breast milk, we will talk. Hey, if my titties could grow breast milk, I'd be <laughs> like, please do. Okay, but anyways, one thing I feel like, Artem, though, that you're really not expressing is how, like, sensitive you were to all of it. And one thing in our relationship, and even when we were friends, you constantly always talked about being a dad. And even when we started dating, you would send me pics of you and Gleb's little girls. And, like, you were probably one of the first guys that I've ever dated who would talk about wanting to be a dad a lot. To where I was like, oh my gosh, this guy really wants to be a dad. Which was amazing because I feel like almost every woman or man, when you're with someone, um, you that's what you really want to hear from your guy is like, you, you want that. Because you don't get to hear that a lot. They always want to wait and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting older. But you were someone who really did crave to be a father and really wanted that in your future. And so even when you found out, Artem did cry. Like you got very emotional um, and you were very happy. And I think then when it started to set in, I think our first ultrasound, when we heard the first heartbeat, we were, looked at each other and we're like, okay, now we're really scared. <laughs> this was fun. And now we're scared and nervous, but you have such a sensitive side to it as well that I feel like you don't ever talk about. So would you want to explore my sensitive side? Well, I mean, I feel like it comes out anyways. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> but meaning like you have such a tender heart towards it. Like you're so loving and caring. And I think other listeners out there, I'm hoping that you've been in the same boat as us. But we had gotten in a disagreement one morning and it happened to be on a morning of an ultrasound. So I didn't think Arden was going to show up. Um, and I had an appointment before and we didn't communicate before this appointment. And so then when I walked in, Artem was already sitting on the couch at the doctor's. And I remember it kind of took my brother. We were like, oh, wow, he showed up. Because I really didn't think he was going to show up. But like you really, I don't know. I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit. You always talk about scared and you kind of say excitement. I mean, so you saying that you would even breastfeed our baby. I mean, that to me is like a major sign that you really want to be a dad. So when did you feel... Like you really wanted to be a father? It's a hard one to answer because there's no like specific moment where I was like, oh, hey, I want to be a father. But just looking back in my childhood and how parents were with me and everybody hit certain stage of life where they crave that feeling of having a child. And obviously in our relationship, because it's evolving and it's going further and further and further, 
I was definitely ready for that step to make. And you, I think it would make an incredible mom, just seeing you with Bernie, how you are all the time and how much care you have that I wouldn't even doubt or have any thought in my mind that I would not want to have a child with you. Like if I would want to have a child, I would obviously want to have a child with you. And that combination of things made it easy and made it clear in my mind that that's what I want. You know, it's, you can't just like put like, this was the thing that triggered me to do it. It's just multiple things that happened that make you crave raising something together, care for something together. I don't know. It's like you have the abundance amount of love that you want to share. And I think that's what children comes in for, you know, mm -hmm. and having that feeling, maybe you want to have a kid. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad that I made you want to have a kid. That's very sweet. Of course you do. It's like you don't propose to a person, you don't envision having a family. No, I agree. You know, you don't like that's not at least how my mind works. Right. And, but yeah. again, my growing up in my childhood could be very different from anyone else's. But that's what parents, that's what my parents made me. Right. Well, know? and I think all of us women, and I say women, I'm not like, you know, canceling out the men. I'm saying women because we're the ones that have the babies and grow them and all that. But um, I think that's what every woman wants to hear from someone she's with. You want a man to look at you or whoever you're with to look at you one day and say, like, I really want you to have my children. There's nothing more special or better feeling than that because that's just a love that someone has for you that they want to create life and they trust you so much and love who you are so much that they want children with you and they want children to be like you because obviously it's a 50-50 thing. And so for me, there's nothing more amazing than that. Nothing is more hurtful than when you have someone look at you and it's just like, I don't want to have kids. It's, it, you can't help it, but there's something inside of you as a woman that is like, well, what's wrong with me? There must be something wrong. And so it is the most special feeling. And to hear you say that, like, he wants me to have his babies. Oh, my gosh. Like, I don't think there's anything more special in the world to hear from someone else than that. Well, I think that's the, the most important part of two people being together and loving each other is because they're creating something together that is absolutely miracle-like. Right. And having two people's everything, blood, DNA, running in something. I don't know. It's just, it's a lot of people saying you understand what love is or you think you understand what love is. But once that child coming to this world... Like you completely revalue what that word is and what meaning of that is. Yeah. And I think that is so special that it's like you have to have that experience. Right. Now, Artem, we're not finding out our gender till June. So do you want to have a girl or a boy? Well, that's putting me on the spot because what if I say one thing and that's something but else? But we're not will finding be. out till June. So, I mean, I already know what you want because you, you've said I'll it so you, many times to me. I'll give you the reason why. Okay. Why what? Obviously, people have preferences in who they want to have just simply because how they feel with themselves. 
like I've danced all my life with girls. I've spent probably more time having conversation with a girl than having with with a guy. Yeah. Because I've danced for a very long time and it always required a partner right. and it always required a girl. So I know how to take care of that and I know how to be with the girl. So to me, like obviously I would feel most comfortable if it would be a girl. Yeah. You know? Totally. Because I don't know, it's just something like I can teach her dance, I can take her to the dance classes. I, for Christ's sake, I mean, I even need my partner's hair at one point. I know I can do that. I know I can take <laughs> care of those things. You know, it might sound crazy, but no, that's, that's, that's what it makes 100% sense. You know? I get it. That's to me most relatable. Yeah. You know, and I, I could see you with a little girl. I did play sports when I was a kid. I played soccer and I played hockey. Um, but did I really like grow up in this kind of locker room with another 20 guys and like, hey, bro, what's up? I don't have that experience. That was just no part of my life, really. It was for a short amount of time and it just didn't go anywhere. Of course, I have a guy friends, but like even when I meet my guy friends, we talk about dancing or like creating a show or some kind of a more creative points you know we're not hang out and like watching oh hey dude you want to watch super bowl not making it the cliche but <laughs> like yeah i'll watch a halftime when there's a performance that's what but your do fiance I really says care <laughs> but do i really care what team plays that's not so familiar with me as hey take you to a dance competition or create a dance or you know like that to me is it's more relatable because it's been so long for part of my life right you know so yeah I'm just feeling that would I be more nervous having a boy? 100%. Mm-hmm. Because American culture in sports is massive. I mean, yeah. you guys are obsessed. Yeah, we are. With, with NFL, it's like crazy, you know? It's a huge part of it. And I'm just not familiar with it. So for me, having a boy and him growing up and, you know, potentially playing sports i'd be like yo can i even throw a ball okay i gotta learn how to do that you know what i mean like totally that would be something that i'm gonna be nervous doing it because i'm not gonna be as confident as like i know what i'm doing yeah but if i take a girl to a dance class i'd be like yo you need to point those toes you know <laughs> like you need to like how that. you teach a little birdie yeah like to me that's that's it. that's like comes it's such a second nature i don't even think how to do it because it's just natural right for me you know, but then I can say that if it's a boy, he's not going to be dancer as well and have the same values as I am. You know, right. like I don't want to put something on him already that no. I know. Of course, I, if it's a boy, I want him to choose what he wants to do. Totally. And if it's going to be sports, I'm going to totally be like, yo, 100%. You want to do that? Do that. Right. If you're passionate about that, please do that. Yeah. You know, but I, I'd be like, but you probably have to talk to mama. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, I have because, the final say in everything. Because she had the jerseys and unfortunately... Oh, when it comes it to sports. Oh, for sure. I don't you, you, know? don't... you don't have to worry. I have the sports handled. Cool. You handle so dance. I'll handle sports. Handle that's, that's awesome. So whatever we end up having, we'll figure it out. We, we know our strengths. That's good. You know, that's, I think, a really good thing going in. <laughs> and everyone will know in June. So Even us. We'll finally <laughs> so know. Why are you laughing about it? <laughs> because. I just imagined you trying to play football with her kid, even if it was a girl. And she's like, I want to play football. Well, 
I mean, it'll probably be a big no, girl or boy, because I don't know if I want our baby playing football because of head trauma, but we'll wait till we get there. So when we have our baby, how much would you want our baby to go back to Russia? Well, baby's grandparents live there. Of course, I want the baby to go to Russia. But it's really far, right? <laughs> um, how far is that It's flight? like going to New York and back. Not even that long. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like 10 and a half hours. Oh, there and back. That's one flight. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a long time to take a well, baby. Well, when you, when you go to Europe, to Paris, how long does it take you to go to Paris from LA? Good point. Exactly. And you but I'm, do but that in a, a hard bit. Well, but with a baby. <laughs> well, but so with would baby. we are we going to be going back once a year, twice a year? What do you think? Well, I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. I'm hoping that at least at least once a year would be nice, yeah. you know? And I agree maybe with that. if my if my parents would like to visit here and it could be a, like yeah. alter, you know, like one year they come, one year we go. I, I mean, agree. We'll fix it. But yeah, I mean, I grew up with grandparents. My grandparents were like played a massive part of my growing up. I remember right. like on the weekends, I was with them 24-7. Like Saturday, Sunday was like, yeah, you're going to be at your grandparents. And that's what, what it was. And I, you know, I loved it. Yeah. My my grandma was cooking. My my grandpa was cooking. They're telling me totally. all the stories, how they used to grow up and that stuff. And probably I didn't appreciate as much back then. But now thinking all of that, like I 100% want my my parents' influence because I know how they raised me. And I'm just hoping that I'm going to be even quarter as good as that as they are, Aww, you know. So, so to me, it's extremely important. The other thing is that you should probably ask me a question. Would you want your child to speak Russian I'll say absolutely I no I agree I think definitely or I think it's a huge speak. advantage the, the more languages you know the better I know my dad who speaks more Spanish than English never spoke to us because he was just trying to figure life out and I get it he was just turned 19 um, but that's something Bree and I have really missed out on. And for there's a period of time in my life where I could understand Spanish because it was spoken so much or he'd take us on trips to Mexico but then I really lost it. And it's something that I'm like, oh, I could literally be fluent in Spanish right now. Like my father's wife only speaks Spanish and his two kids. They live in Mexico and here I'm not even fluent. So I totally agree. The, the more languages, the better. And especially because your parents only speak Russian. They don't speak English and your brother. So, but I'm just waiting for the day that our child gets upset at me and yells at me in Russian or is only going to talk to me in Russian and be like, what? <laughs> Let me get Google Translate. It's going to be our secret. We'll just speak Russian yeah, to each see. other. Yeah, mm. see. I'm going to just like hire a tutor around me 24-7. And not well, a tutor, I mean a translator. No, tutor was a perfect no, word. Translator. Tutor is the right one. You should probably start hiring I'm now. I'm never going to be able to learn Russian. Tell me a you sentence see, in Russian. You see, that's a negative thinking. Tell me a sentence in Russian. No, yeah. that's really long. Tell me like a few words in Russian. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, <laughs> tell me a sentence. Oh, that's I haven't even said a sentence. Say you how are you? Because I've that's, heard that's you. That's too long. Say how are you? No, I'm going to teach a different one. Which one? Yeah. Yeah? Tibet. Tibet. Lublu. Lublu. I know that there one. There you go. You see? I love you. You see? Easy. You've done it. You know what it is. Okay. You're already halfway there. Yeah, but it's still going to be tough. At least I know the eyes. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> to blue. Is that the you? 
Люблю. Люблю. See, it's so much tougher in Russian. Well, yeah, it's a different language. But it's like a hard language. It's a hard to pronounce, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Artem. It just might be not as glamorous as French, but it's still a language. Well. And it's still very important language to both of us. I agree. Well, before I let you go to do baby daddy duties, like put the crib together or something. By the way, can I just say that I love the fact you're very handy. That's a huge blessing because a lot of people aren't anymore. Um, what are your expectations when the baby comes? Like how would you love to see life when our baby comes in August? What would be your ideal fairy tale of how life is for us? Where we live, maybe travels. I don't know. You tell me. Well, definitely I don't think travel, at least in the beginning of it, right. for sure. Um, pff, how it is, just like overwhelmed with little ones and just want to squeeze every inch of it and mm. just be like <laughs> near 24-7 and, you know, fighting for who is, whose baby is going to be on what side sleeping. Um, Artem. That's going to be my expectations, you know. My expectation is just to experience something that you can't even imagine what it is until you actually have it, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, just like thinking of like what is this baby going to grow up doing and like what the first word that baby would say. It was going to be like probably data, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is this um, gonna be a competition like our whole lives or with the baby let the baby gravitate to who it wants to say its name to first right by having baby if you on are like your constantly gonna be saying dada there's no competition here. look i love the fact that you want to be so hands-on but you need to let mommy and baby have its moments okay without oh, competing for sure I mean, okay. I can't feed the baby, obviously. Unless next time, <laughs> you want to be the one who will gain 60 pounds, have the hip shift, go you through all what? the pains daily. You know what? First and trimester, crazy hangover would sick. would be able to do that, I would have no problem. I love it how every man it. says that. Because it's true. Because well, it's you like say we it never now until you given, go through it. We never, obviously, we never would be given that opportunity to experience. Don't you think... Every single man secretly, and I mean, even look at the Brian, like, right, oh, like Brian would be it. like, Oh, 100%, I would carry the baby and do that. And I mean, no, this I just know. says, like, Hey, just because nature did not make a man to carry a baby, it doesn't mean we wouldn't want to experience that bond, you know? I agree. So, we had Vanessa on the podcast mm -hmm. last week. Well, you were here at the yeah. house, you saw her. Um, so, you know, she did say that pregnant women are the sexiest and like how Nick was and how, you know, men are to their women when they're pregnant. So, so I want to know, am I the sexiest? Not that I'm fishing for a compliment, but am I <laughs> the sexiest woman on the planet to you right of now? Of course you are. Well, you don't tell me it enough. Well, you are the sexiest woman, not just in the planet, in the universe. How about that? Wow. So hotter than some alien chicks that are up in the stars? Totally. <laughs> well, what makes me so sexy? Everything about you. Oh. Since you wake up and open your eyes with a smile and try to kiss me or tickle me. Yeah, lucky you. Everything. 
What do you mean? Like you? Like I never do that. You just make it seem like the relationship is so one sided. You used to do that so much. Now I attack you every morning. Yeah. I know everyone knows what I'm talking about. When you first start dating a man and having the sleepovers, and like you wake up to them like pushing your hair back behind your ears and staring at you, and then what happens? Year and a half goes by, and it's like, um, oh hey, can you push my hair back again <laughs> and just gaze into my eyes? That is so not true. <laughs> yeah. It is. No, it's not. Yeah. How many times do I have it's to not. ask you to kiss me like you did in the dance? Artem Example. gave me the like sexiest, passionate is, kiss when we did our dance to Rita Ora. I'm not and I was like, whoa. Because it was just bad. Because how he grabbed my face and oh, it was so hot. <laughs> He's so mad. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm very happy you came on the podcast because people have been dying to hear from you. And I just have to say, I'm really excited to be on this journey with you. I know that God brought you into my life to be on this journey with. So you were definitely an answered prayer and a blessing. No. You were. And you <laughs> are. Just keep kissing me every morning. Okay. Take showers with me. Just get the, Got vin- it. the tip from Vanessa. Marble shower. Right. So am I building one right now? Yeah. Marble, please. Got it. Okay. okay. Done deal. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> love you more. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. And thank you to our baby daddies for coming on the show and sharing their intimate thoughts with the world. Oh, so cute. And make sure to tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. Until next week, remember to stay fearless. And you always go Brie mode if you drink along with us. See you next Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say, bye-bye. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am and how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org lost. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.